This is the nicest I've looked in months. Yeah. I was gonna say, I was like, you look dressed up. <laughs> it's like, what is the occasion? Uh, I made my husband take pictures of me. Yeah, but Great. for me, but for me. Yeah. <laughs> I kept my clothes on. I was like, That's send hot. me some, send me some pics of your wife. <laughs> um, and he, he much obliged. I love, I, I, I love, I, he's a little cuckold that, that Mason, a little cuckold. You see why I wanted to wait for him. <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> what did you call him? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. Joining me, as always, Maxwell Esposito. Hello. Oh, did I interrupt the text message, Maxwell? Oh, no, I just, I guess I just didn't really have anything um, exhilarating to say. Slag wars, we're oh, all great. slaggy. Is that, is that, are we slagging it up? Slags, What a slags. great way to start. We have Diana DeLuna. Oh, hello. See, I feel like we had homework to do and I'm the only one who did my homework and watched so much fucking Rock of Love. And I won't talk about it further because we have to save it. But like, uh, uh, that's what I've been doing all week. I've already seen it all. And it is, I mean, it brought, but when I restarted it, like, it's so good. Like just, it's so bad. Okay, so so we, so, so just for our listeners reference, we have decided and now I don't know when we're going to start recording because I mean I, I haven't started watching it, but I'm going to. But like we've decided that we're going to recap the first season of Rock of Love, uh, which yes. was what year? What year was that, Maxwell? Do you know? I think it was 2005. It might oh, be two thousand. Yeah, anywhere between 2005 and 2007. I definitely was not watching TV during this time. this was like a family affair in my house even when my parents got divorced my dad still came back and watched rock of love oh Oh my god my god you truly are literally trailer people i'm telling you that is hilarious i love that moment and i love that same with flavor of love yeah flavor of love whatever it was those vh1 reality shows brought my family together so oh that's sweet Madonna said it was music. I say it's VH1 reality. So, <laughs> well, you know, I have to agree with you. My husband and I are doing a lot of bonding over this. Oh, really? he had so also you... seen Rock of Love. He saw it when it premiered too with his wife's family. <laughs> oh, 2007. 2007. Just to okay. clarify. Okay. Well, we were in college then. Yeah, uh, I definitely Diana. was not We were doing TV. the Columbia College theater curriculum. That was yeah. Like, I was doing. There was drugs. no time for TV during that time. We no. were being trees. Okay. Yeah, that's how I felt about the housewives. I was in college when that really <laughs> skyrocketed, like took off, and so I totally snoozed on that. Totally caught up, but definitely snoozed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Columbia for, College days. Made yeah. up for a lot of. Yeah, I, I I couldn't possibly. Uh, 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 rem- I, I, I can't remember what I was even watching on television in 2007. I feel like I was very drunk and high. 
Yeah, so, I feel like I was just discovering like the internet and that you could steal old movies on the internet <laughs> for when I'm drunk and high. Always so hip. You're always yeah. so hip, Diana. <laughs> I always um, have viruses my, my did you have on your how many viruses did you have on your computer though? Oh, I definitely killed my HP by sophomore year. Yeah. <laughs> by sophomore sure. year of college, that HP was dead. Um, Maxwell, how are you? Oh my gosh, I am so good. I am truly becoming an entrepreneur, you guys. My editable business, I keep just saying it, but it's it's really great. I love all of our listeners that have purchased them. A lot of people that I did not know were listeners have hit me up and been like, thanks for the cookies. Oh, by the way, I love you on the podcast. So I mean, we have listeners that listen and want to buy, uh, donate money to my cookie uh, business. (laughs) <laughs> donate money to your cookie business. to your cookie drive <laughs> yeah no we can't we can't call it we, ha- we have to use different words because you i know... don't think you can say entrepreneur that yeah, I, don't think, I think yeah, you have to say I... like non-profit that's so fierce actually that's so 2020 <laughs> i am a non-profit organization for um stoners I, I don't know if that's it either. I feel like- it, Yeah, I, I think feel we're like, all going to get wrapped up in fraud. Yeah, I think I think if you if you have to tiptoe around uh, verbiage, maybe we should learn the verbiage because <laughs> entrepreneur kind of uh, kind of says at some point I'll pay taxes. You know what I mean? So and Listen, I know that's not I, on your roster. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know how to spell entrepreneur. So the fact that you guys really <laughs> thought I was taking that seriously is it's your me. word, bitch. We've been trying to not hear it for weeks. You started every show with you being an entrepreneur. I mean, it's COVID times. What else do you want me to tell you? What have I watched? Um, nothing, <laughs> you, nothing. No, There's nothing. Just working on product TV. development. You don't, God, you don't have to tell just... us anything. You know, you've told us quite enough. <laughs> Diana, how are you? Oh, busy, busy with so much rock of love. Yeah, so you much look like bachelor. a contestant kind of right now. Yeah, you look like you could audition and for the show. Your yeah, leopard I... with the vest. You're, you're definitely there. Bangs are a big deal on that show. Oh, I big can't wait. Teased bangs. Jesus, it's like it's like <laughs> bitches that everything. were. It's like 2007, but bitches from the 80s, 90s. Is that kind of like? Well, and I forgot that 2007 was that bad fashion-wise. I forgot the jeans are so low. I forgot mm-hmm. thongs were still worn. Do do these do these contestants actually know who? Uh, Who's the guy? Brett Michaels. Brett yes. Michaels. Do they even know who he is? Or is it people they, that were like groupies back in the day? Am I going to see stretch marks? I'm very, well, I need to know. You're, you're going to see both for sure. Mm-hmm. But what was really refreshing about this was because we had just come off of Flavor of Love when this came out. And all those girls pretended to like Flavor of Love. And we were all kind of like, yeah, no. When one. these girls showed up and were like, oh, I love Brett Michaels' Rock of Love, we all, I was at least a little bit more like, okay, this could be more realistic. So it was refreshing. Got it. And me, some of them a- just love rock stars in, from yes. that era in general. I mean, who didn't want to fuck Axl Rose back in that t- time? <laughs> Axl oh, Rose let herself. You, oh my God, that fucking Welcome to the Jungle Dance bitch. Are you kidding me? I was he like, choke me. me with both hands. <laughs> oh, no, tra- no. Now, now your trash is showing, baby. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, I never hide it. Uh, but we know. But, no, but not only. Do I like Raph Macchio. Do you think that I was after an Axl Rose? <laughs> 
I did love me yeah. a Ralph Macchio too, though. I did, but more sure. outsiders than Karate Kid. Like I liked, I liked, uh, uh, what was his name in that show? Po- no, he's not Ponyboy. No, not Ponyboy. He, he, Ponyboy was the, the He's the one who died in Outsiders. Okay, no, we're just going to move on. Mr. <laughs> Miyagi. Um, but wait, uh, we are recording this show. So the listeners know that the new episodes come out every Wednesday, but we record on Tuesday. And today, I believe some ignorant witch told me was a new moon. It is. Which also means that it's the first installment of my monthly New Moon series on Patreon. And not wow. only will you get that, but you'll yeah. also get Rock of Love coverage. So, in yeah, <laughs> perfect diva manner, in perfect diva manner, Diana's like, oh, by the way, can you have it edited in a night? And I was like, because I got the date wrong. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, 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 I could do that. So I went and roller skated for an hour and I came back and I edited it. And I and can't believe what a good job you did because I walked away from that definitely feeling like Britney's Instagram, like <laughs> when you're going to go to the beach and then. <laughs> did you like it? Did you like the, did you like the edit? Because I loved the edit. And also okay. my husband watched it and laughed out loud several times. And oh, he's good. not, yeah, he's like, he'll watch something silently if he doesn't think it's funny. Yeah, I mean, secretly, my goal is just to impress your husband because, you know, I don't really know much about this this, this straight guy. (laughs) 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 Only, only it's me fucking Mason. I'll take it. I'll take it. Oh, my God. Well, and this is obviously just a great example for the listeners of how kindness pays off because Tony would never finish an episode for me overnight if I had asked him. If I had said <laughs> the date was wrong, he'd be like, well, you'll see that in March. You know- <laughs> no, you know the thing is, though? Like, the thing is, it's like Diana and I went to college together. We went to uh, theater college together. So, like, I it was very, like, it just felt like very, like, simpatico you know like mm-hmm. i mean although you were rusty but you got it girl you got it and oh, trust man. Me. I you know what this is my own doing because i was just making not making fun of but i was criticizing Kristen wig for being rusty on snl because you could see her nerves and then we got to record and i was like oh that i'm Kristen wigan right now <laughs> Yeah, I think the funniest thing you're like, I was Kristen Wiggin. The funniest thing was you're like, I'm just trying to find the character. And I was like, you know, the character is you. Did you see my whole face go? Yeah, I was like, like, you know, people who are uh, who pay for Patreon probably know you from the podcast and it's probably who they want. So basically you. Um, well, see, and I'm an older millennial. Like, I just didn't. I've never just given my me. me. I, that wasn't the product we learned to sell in theater school. I know, girl. See, that's the beauty of me being a, a younger Gen Xer. It was all about me. So I, <laughs> I'm, it's very easy. Um, you know, I couldn't bring myself to watch uh, Rock of Love yet because I feel like all of the contestants' dads uh, stormed the Capitol last week. So, well, I didn't know until I was already in it that he had won The Apprentice. Oh, I didn't know. Oh. That Michael's won The Apprentice. Wow, dude, is he a Trump supporter? Is he a oh, Trumper? Yes, he, he was a Trump supporter. I don't know what his stance is now that everyone's Ooh. jumping ship. But one of the best things about Rock of Love is you can look up where are they now's, and one of the facts is always, are they a Trump supporter? 
I always, I yeah. really hope that we could get a contestant or two on the podcast because I'm sure some I mean, of What are they doing? Tiffany. What can they possibly be doing? <laughs> what are you doing, Tiffany? Come on this show. Don't, don't tell me it was a good time. Don't tell me it was I mean, a good I, time. I, I, I bet they're listed in the phone They're doing book. the hater. Do, right. do you want me to just look up Tiffany? Like, I got it. I'll look. I'll do the. <laughs> I, I have met one of the contestants. Um, a drag performer in Chicago brought uh, one of the contestants of Brett Michaels Rock of Love to host an event with her. And it was amazing. I did get to meet Heather from Brett Michaels. Oh. Is that from the yeah, season I'm about to watch? Like, don't make up names that yeah, I'm not going to know. No, it's no, you'll meet her name. Her name is Heather. I just didn't, I don't know. I'm trying not to disclose too much information because you need Me to go to our Patreon it. and uh, yeah. subscribe yeah, 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 to Patreon. Yeah. Or the drag queen who invited the person probably we don't want to talk about either. <laughs> Oh, I'm not gonna, I will never say her name first on this show ever again. I know the hallway that goes down. It doesn't have a lot of lights and I hate and it. I told you I met peace. Um, but yeah. so like, so, so I watched the saddest, most unhealthy coup. Uh, I mean, I, oh. the fact that people died from non-related coup issues, like strokes and heart attacks, I'm like, stay the fuck home and just hate brown people from your house. Will you please, can you please, what a- <laughs> But it's a revolution, Tony. And you know what? It was perfect American revolution. It was a lot of huffing and puffing, wheezing, inhalers, sleep apnea, and fucking then and tears <laughs> when they couldn't fly anymore. You know? Oh and, my God. And just- oh, just think what, a, and see, this could be a benefit if these people aren't, because like, you know, one of these fucking people are the people that will bring a peacock on the fucking plane as like a, a, a animal help animal or whatever. Uh, or Isn't peacock. one of them, one of them is uh, on a hunger strike in jail because he's not being provided organic food. His mother, his mommy said it mother, his mother, his mother is like leaving the jail, right? And she's like, oh, he's hungry. He's not eating. Because he will seriously get sick if he eats anything other than organic food. Seriously. I'm like, you're such a shit mom. Yeah, <laughs> so I, nope. I mean, kudos. But also, you, you raised a piece of shit. You know what I mean? Like, you you truly, did that. Yeah. You raised an organic asshole. Like, I never want to hear the term snow, snowflake ever again, because I've never, I've honestly, in 2021, I have never seen so many motherfucking snowflakes and that in guy one here, And that guy on the hunger strike is an actor in Arizona. Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> like, actor in Arizona. What are you doing? Car commercials? I don't, I don't Somebody's understand. Somebody's got to. I, I mean, yeah, someone's got to you know, hold the fucking point the arrow signs to the tax stores or whatever. I don't know what the fuck happens in all Arizona. that good maskless non-union work. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's, you know, it just feels comforting though that, you know, that all the really mad people couldn't put together a coup if they wanted to. My, 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 the, <laughs> the funniest thing to me was all the video taken from inside the Capitol and hearing all the bubbas be like, so what's the plan? So, uh, what are we doing? Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe you should have figured that out before you fucking stormed the Capitol, man. Um, anyway, <laughs> guys, so we started off the year respectable. We had the fabulous Jenny Yang on last uh, last mm -hmm. week, and she was lovely. But you know, uh, 
if I hadn't booked her before uh, I decided to make January my slag month, we would have had another slag. Plus we are finally going to be talking about uh, the show that has changed our lives as a cast, as a group of people, as humans. Uh, the show has changed us. And we're gonna talk when we come back to our very first Slag Wars contestant guest, Cameron. Oh, we'll be right back. Hey everybody, do you want more Tony Soto? I completely understand. If you want more of me, tune into the Gay Power Half Hour available on iTunes, hosted by me, Tony Soto, and my good Judy, Casey Live. It's 30 minutes of funny faggotry you won't want to miss. Check us out on iTunes, the Gay Power Half Hour. All right, we are back with the show. Now, listeners, we have made no secret that Slag Wars has changed our lives. We, inside out. Yes, mm -hmm. we had family time. We watched it together. We reviewed it exclusively on our Patreon. You can still tune in and listen to those. But since the show came on, I said I was going to work my damnedest to get the slags on the show and the first slag that we have on, I'm so excited about because in my opinion, is the most controversial of the contestants on season one of Slag Wars. We have Cameron here. Cameron. Hi. Hello everyone. Yay. Hi. Hi. Thank you for joining us. This is so it's exciting. Absolutely my pleasure. Cameron. I have to say you were a big part of our text thread for yes. quite oh, really? a few weeks. <laughs> Yes. Yes. I hope that was you a good and thing. Levi. <laughs> well, it was. I feel like you. We grew with you on that show. Yes. Yeah. We I were mean, such big fans of the show. Seriously. I, I, we, and honestly, I didn't think I was going to be. I. I, I'm, <laughs> I didn't I'm, think I'm, he I'm was the, going to be either. I'm the person. No one was betting on it. I'm the hardest to impress. I'm the hardest to please. I was familiar with the Cock Destroyers, but by no means was I one of those gay stands. Um, but then. Uh, good old Maxwell tells us about Slag Wars. And so why the fuck not? And I will tell you from the first episode, I was hooked. And I even like, I, and like, I was kind of like, okay, do I admit it immediately? Because <laughs> then you kind of have to eat. <laughs> but when I say that I think that you are one of the most controversial characters on here is because, well, first you came on as a duo, but by yourself. So, yeah. Are you, are you and Levi still together? Everything copacetic in that situation? Um, yeah, we're still together. Um, we both live together as well as we have done for a while. So um, it just when they asked, they messaged me to do the show first and then they asked if Levi would be interested in doing it. And truthfully, it's really not his thing, but I um, am secretly terrified of doing anything. So I convinced him to go on with me so that I could get to do it. <laughs> Well, I mean, well, that's interesting because I didn't know if you, that was a question. Did you audition for it or like, how did they, how did they find out about you then uh, to, to be on the show? Well, um, Rebecca has, um, with Matt Camp, has a underwear and t-shirt brand called Daddy Couture. Um, and they have their own Instagram page where they, I guess they're constantly like looking for people to represent the brand. And I just happen to post quite a lot of pictures of my underwear on Instagram. So I think that's probably where the common interest was. And then when they <laughs> messaged 
stating that they wanted to do the show. I kind of said yes before I knew what it was going to be, to be honest, because I just thought how exciting to be on a show called Slag Wars that sounds quite fun. Well, wait, how did they paint it? Well, well, if you did it before you really knew what it was, how did they pitch it to you? So they pitched that the Cot Destroyers were getting this um, show. And I don't know if you guys have it in like America, but in my head, we have like, when you have like little, um, like non-A-list celebrities and they get TV shows, normally it's like a tour of like, the UK, like they go around and do stuff and it just gets filmed, like a funny thing. And I thought, oh, it's gonna be like that. And I'm gonna be in like one episode or something because of my OnlyFans. Um, and then they said it was a reality, after I'd been like, yeah, I'd love to do that. They were like, it's gonna be a reality competition. There's gonna be challenges. It's gonna be sort of like comedy based as opposed to, you know, content OnlyFans based. So that was like after, huh. I, you know, <laughs> I'd agreed. So had you been doing OnlyFans then before the show? Like, what were you doing before the show, really? Because they, they didn't give us, like, a lot of background information on you guys on the show. Yeah, me and Levi have had an OnlyFans for, we're coming up to three years. So we, um, by the time, yeah, it was two and a half years sort of thing, by the time we were asked to do the show. So that's, like, our main thing. That's kind of, like, what we're a bit known for, like a couple that do OnlyFans together, especially like in the UK where the scene's a little bit smaller. The, the, the yeah. OnlyFans scene is a little bit smaller, you mean? Um, like everything's smaller, like the gay scene, the OnlyFans scene, like people tend to know who everyone is in the UK, really. It's quite small <laughs> compared to America, isn't it? Um, so you kind of... Uh have been kind of groundbreaking too with you and Levi because of your reconstructive surgeries and stuff like that was, was that something that you had planned to be an advocate for on the show? Cause they, they steered it in that way for sure. They were definitely like, we love yeah. your plastic surgeries. And I was like, what if it's not a kink? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's um, actually uh, funny that you picked up on that. Um, yeah, Levi has had a fairly few procedures. Myself, I've only had cosmetic filler so I haven't actually had surgical like under the knife anesthetic that shit yet um I am I am yeah. actually having some in the future yeah there's a big yet but um I am, a, I am a big advocate for it because like my opinion is that obviously you've got to do what makes you happy it's your life it's your body whether that's eating whatever you want or going to the gym every day or like going out and getting surgery or just like how you were born is how you like yourself However it is to make you happy, that's what I believe in. And for a lot of people, that is plastic surgery. And I've always hated when people say that people shouldn't get surgery or, you know what I mean? Like you should always do what makes you happy, it's your life. You should so, look however you want to look. Exactly, yeah. if you want to yeah. look like an alien. And it's also like, you're the one that looks at yourself in the mirror every day. These people that comment on your pictures, scroll past you, that they see you for a second. You're the one that has to live yourself. I've always been, that way even before like I realized that plastic, plastic surgery was accessible and then since dating Levi like he all of his surgeries he's had whilst we were together so I've we've like we went to Turkey for him to get them so I flew out with him sat next to him in the hospital bed with his like bruises and his bandages around his head thinking oh this is going to be interesting when he takes those off it's worked <laughs> out well so far though he looks beautiful so well, Dang. I feel like plastic surgery is just where like tattoos were like 50 years ago, where it's just yeah. like, oh no, only a certain kind of people have it. And, you know, and as it became more, now it's like teachers have it. Your teacher's got a tattoo on their wrist, you know? Yeah, exactly. Your mom had her lips done. 
Who was that guy who turned into a liz- lizard decades I remember ago? Him, yeah. Like, oh yeah, how- with the little split tongue. Yeah, like like yeah. how is that? Or or you know the girl who looks like the cheetah. It's like come on now, calm down. Like I don't think it's I don't think it's so groundbreaking. I mean I think that you probably were already uh, beautiful before. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like that situation. Cause like we were just talking about before we started recording the old make uh, the old plastic surgery reality shows, you know, where it yes. was like, they took uggos and they turned them into something pretty. And then the uggos forgot they were ugly. Um, <laughs> Let them forget it. You know, it's like, it's like, and then they have two of them and they start to date and then they have an ugly baby and they're like, what happened? But um, uh, this is getting expensive. Yeah. So (laughs) I I do want to talk a little bit more. (laughs) I do want to talk a little bit more about your backstory because uh, I'm fascinated with weird religious and um, and you come from a religious uh, uh, a religious family. Um, I do. Yeah. Were they like Pentecostals or or like what what Davidian were you? Um, My parents and you know, grandparents, etc., are all Jehovah's Witnesses. Ah, the Jehovah's yeah, no, Witnesses. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I chose not to um, divulge it on the show because obviously they've got like a bit of reputation and I didn't want to take away from what I was trying to say, which obviously like there's a lot of people who are raised in lots of different religions, not just Christian faiths, right. also like Eastern faiths as well. Um, that have a similar teaching in the holy books about like um, homosexuality and like transgender and stuff like that. And I wanted the attention to be on the fact that even though that's a tough place to come from, as soon as you start living your life for yourself and as soon as you start learning to love and respect yourself, then that's when your life starts happening. Whatever age you manage to do that, some people unfortunately manage to do that way later in life. And some people are lucky enough to have that mentality very early on. And so that's what? kind of no. Go ahead. No, no, please. That, I was going to say that's that's the reason I didn't um, mention the religion on the show because I didn't want the discussion to be about how good or bad a certain religion was. I wanted right. it to be like a broader. I mean, I've had I've, I've had my religious journey, so like, but I'm now a staunch atheist. So anytime <laughs> a, a weird religious storyline comes in, I'm like, I want, I want to know what. <laughs> yeah. On the show, you are very shy. And it seemed like every challenge that they were doing, it was something that you were doing for the first time. But <laughs> secretly, can. you were so good and like ready to do shit. Was that? And were funny you playing and the game? Were, yeah, are you just really? Because like, here's the thing. We're like, oh, now Cameron's smart. Cameron is smart. Like, because like you come on and you look at you like, oh, beautiful, must be dumb. And like you come on. And you kind of were playing that narrative. Like, let's not, let's not. But then like <laughs> we see you and we're like, is she the smartest bitch on that show? <laughs> um, yes. No. Um, uh, <laughs> right answer. Uh, <laughs> I like to think I'm smart um, because the way the humans work, obviously we work with stereotypes, whether we like it or not, we do. And I think especially, I know it sounds silly, but especially when I was blonde, which has been the most, like I'm naturally blonde. So like, and I also bleached my hair. So like when I was blonde, I guess there is just that stereotype along with, the sort of face I have especially because I get filler and stuff where people do expect me to be like a bit um dumb and whimsical and a bit like bimbo-y I guess but like obviously like a gay version um and like I've just I think I'm aware that people think that naturally and so like I like to play off in it because 
that people some people do really find that attractive um firstly and obviously like i was there to promote my own fans and secondly um when people do realize that i am smarter than they initially thought not only does it um surprise them which is always fun but also makes me seem even smarter because they expected me to be dumb so that's the other benefit of it mm-hmm. um so it is and, a strategy it's a great yeah. strategy <laughs> and this is why we stand because i was like i saw the first episode because when you came when you and levy came on we we're like we're not gonna like these boys we're not gonna like them at all like absolutely not and completely not the case and it was thank you <laughs> but, but oh, the ha- moment i i fell in love with you is when everyone was giving levi shit and you were just like i know he's this way and i just think it's kind of hot <laughs> and i was like <laughs> love it love it i'm there with you <laughs> um thank but you. okay but 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 listen it's not it's not all good we are a little upset with you okay uh yeah because we have to talk well first i want to know how long of a set did they give you for your comedy routine? How how many minutes were you given, Cameron? Um, we were told that each of our performances could were meant they're meant to be three minutes, but they said we could go up to three and a half if we didn't know how to edit ourselves. So like three minutes was the goal. And how many minutes did you go, Cameron? I think mine was three minutes, you know, like. It felt like they had a lot of footage. Cameron, Cameron, it felt I, like, it felt like. Was it TV? Are you telling us it's TV magic? Um, I would like to, I mean, I'm very, you know, good friends with, especially Tova, who you're having on the show, and he's one of the writers and editors. Um, so this is not an attack on the show in any way. But the, me and Kane were on there for the same amount of time. Oh, okay. Mm. And they obviously four of joke four jokes of Kane's were made it to the air for whatever reason. Like Tova's not in charge of the edit, so I don't know if he'd actually know. Um, but four of his jokes were aired, and they aired nearly my whole set, which I was surprised because obviously I just didn't think they'd have time. I literally had about three jokes at once. I when I started, I made a couple of jokes about um, a couple of the cast members just to like ease into it, as it were. And then like went to Matthew Camp and then went to Bagger and then Rebecca and Sophie. Cause I wanted to build into it because I thought it's gonna look very harsh if I just do the cock destroyers. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Well, did. Well, yeah, it sure did. Good instinct. We Boy, were, we, I mean, I mean, cause, cause we were just kind of like, cause well, you know, uh, this is a comedy podcast. I'm a drag queen. Diana's a, a, a stand-up comedian and Maxwell's a internet personality. So like when it comes to like roasting, we were like, okay, you should probably spend more time on all the people you're competing against. Cause that's like, yeah. because it kind of did feel like you were being mean yeah Rebecca and Sophie do do you have you been has that been brought up to you since I'm sure you uh or because we were like is he a bully like (laughs) this is the thing like I watch like a lot of roasts like comedy roasts and stuff like that are my like thing so as soon as they said that you know there was going to be a talent show it's like the only thing I thought of doing um and the roasts I watch they are like brutal on it obviously that's like proper comedians who like do it all the time, whose time is impeccable, et cetera. And I'm not claiming to be anything like that. But I did have like harsher jokes that I took out 
because I thought, oh, you know, like it's their show. I need to be nice. You did tell us so what they are. Tell us what they are. Tell us what they are right now. Give us the joke that you cut out right now. What could it be? So it's actually about Matthew Camp because on the, the Daddy Couture Oh, that's website, fine. We, oh, great. He was our us. least favorite part of the show. So go ahead. You okay. can tell us. Um, but he has a T-shirt that says Matthew Camp topped me to put in context. Um, and the joke, I can't remember exactly how we said it. So the delivery is not going to be ideal. But um, basically the punchline was that we would rather top ourselves than let Matthew Camp top us. Wait, didn't that make the cut? It didn't, you, no. Oh, no. because you definitely fucking gave her back too. I was just like, I was like, look at Cameron being a little slut shamer. Just being a little <laughs> slut shamer. So the thing, like the jokes that I made about Rebecca and Sophie, obviously I called them like slutty and like plastic and stuff. And like when I watched it, like when I was saying those things, I thought, well, you know, I've got filler. I do any fans. I'm saying stuff that I'd say about myself. So I, I think... Obviously, as an audience member who doesn't do any fans and doesn't have any sort of plastic surgery, I can see <laughs> in their shoes now. But at the time when I was saying it, I was like, I'm just being chummy. Like, these are my gals. We've got the same thing. Do you, you think know? that you Did offended they... Rebecca? Are you? Yeah, I was going to ask if you guys are still friends. After um, that Rebecca's comments. super, like, lovely. She's in touch with, like, everyone I went on the show. She's very, like, motherly towards everyone. So She's we have, like, spoken yeah, loads since... And she assured me that although she was mildly surprised at the jokes, the faces she was pulling was like, for the, you know, to be theatrical for the camera. Yeah. So Yeah, no. If See, we, we learned that Rebecca understood what she was supposed to do on a show. It was Sophie that had to warm up to it. But, you know, we'll get there. We have more seasons and we just can't wait for it. Um, we we want to know about the living situation. Was that just yes. a cardboard box that was put together? And you stayed in the hotel. We're only allowed to see one what, room. What, what was that? Yeah. We, what was that? Was in the hot tub. What was that? Did so, they bring that in on a truck? There is actually, a, I think it's a really fun story. So the Sophie and Rebecca go to like swingers parties, right? And one of their friends hosts a swingers party that's like kind of famous amongst swingers, I guess. And she owns the house that you saw like in the drone view. And she said, I'd love it if you filmed at mine, like the flag house as it were. And it's got, it's quite a few bedrooms in the house, but obviously we were all staying in the bedrooms. So then when all the bedrooms were gone, I guess it was just like the garden and the kitchen living area. That was so like wait, it, so wait, it, it, that, that place had an actual foundation and was built into the ground? <laughs> yes, it was a real house. Wow. Well, look at us. We we were like, they just built that out of nothing. That's My literally... husband thought that that was like a kit house, like a modular kit house yeah. that you could buy on the internet. <laughs> no, that, that, place is, that place is real. So that's funny. I, I didn't think that. So but... oh, shut up. <laughs> You're the so, No, she's not. I, I'm a, he said it and he's our guest and he's right. <laughs> she's the liar. Um, so, but wait, um, so you, you did, you did Slag Wars, um, mm-hmm. uh, you, they were going to boot you off, but then you were going to stay. Were. Like, what was that situation? The way that was edited made us very uncomfortable. We thought that we thought you were going to lose it. We thought that you, we thought that you were going to crack. 
Um, was 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 that just fancy editing or because I don't think you I don't think you th knew thought that you were going to be sent home. Um, I didn't. <laughs> Gosh, this is going to sound so vain. I really, um, I mean, I don't know, obviously, what everyone thought of the comedy routines in there, but we were kind of led to believe that it was going to be between myself and Kane. Like, there was no reason for us both to make it through to the final. And after watching his performance and after completing my performance, I really believed that mine was stronger. And I'm not saying that to be harsh against Kane. I, I really like Kane. But I genuinely, like, after watching it, I was thinking, mine was funnier. I thought I delivered it better. Um, I mean, there, I don't want to be like shit talking, but I was <laughs> actually I do. No, I'm kidding. Um, there was just like bits where his like he faltered at the beginning, which wasn't in the final cut. Like he mm. had a, a few jokes that didn't land. He messed up a few of his jokes, and I said everything that I intended to say. Like maybe mine were a bit harsh, but mine went how I planned them to go. And based on that alone, I thought mine would make the cut, but obviously they felt that mine was too mean. So you were pretty gagged when they thought yours were mean then. Yeah, I because there's when you're on the stage, it's only a small stage, but there's this massive bright light that's shining on you. So you can kind of see where Sophie, Rebecca, and Bagger are sat, but you can't see the contestants behind them. You can obviously hear them laughing or whatever, um, but you can't really see them that well at all. So I I could see that Sophie and Rebecca were moving and I could hear like Sophie laughs quite loudly. I could hear Sophie's laughter. So like I had no idea in what faces Rebecca was pulling until I watched it when it got aired. I think I did comment out loud while I was watching, like, read the room. That you <laughs> well, that explains why he did it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but so, so, but so was you coming back an already planned twist or? Were they gonna do um, like were they gonna do that if someone else bombed and went? Not that you bombed, I'm not saying that you bombed, but I'm saying like uh, you said it. The, the editing said it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but was that like brought on you like as a surprise? Like, hey, just kidding. Um, yeah, it really was. Um, we I don't know how um, how it appears to the audience, but everyone that like left the house kind of stayed around. Um, which is why we were all there for the reunion, because it was only five days of filming. Um, so I, yeah, it was very shortly um, bashed up because of COVID restrictions. They weren't yeah, really allowed yeah. to do much more. Um, so we were still in like the vicinity. I wasn't like running to get a train or anything like that. Um, so I was staying there that night um, and I was sort of, you know, sulking as you do when you don't get your own way. And um, the, I was talking to one of the producers and they were asking how I felt. And I was saying that like, I felt like I was, you know, funnier or whatever. So like, I was surprised. Um, but at the same time, like, obviously I couldn't see if everyone was laughing at my jokes. So I was trying to be, you know, sensible about it. And then another producer came up to me and said that they wanted to speak to me in the yard. Um, and someone else had already told me that Sophie had been crying. Because she really did take the competition hard. She found it hard to send. Yeah, she home. sure did. <laughs> yeah, someone will, have yeah. To, someone, someone will have to explain it to her a little further though next season. But don't worry. <laughs> um, and after, I guess as well, when they sent us home, um, Kevin was the only one that they sent home. Like, as when we were all in the line, and then obviously me and Gustavo were sent home when we were sat down. 
and they said something like you've been destroyed or something like that and I remember when they said it to me thinking is that good or a bad thing because <laughs> <laughs> like they're the That's destroyers funny. right so I kind I of had like, that same question when that see, happened I, I was kind like of saw that I kind of saw that though yeah. in your face because you were like oh yeah oh. <laughs> So I'm not, I'm not very good at like hiding my facial expressions when I feel like you can zoom in on me at any point in the competition and I'm often pulling like some sort of face. And that was one of the moments and they obviously like cut it, but I was there for a couple of seconds, not saying anything. And Sophie started laughing really nervously because she obviously realized that I didn't know what was going on. Um, and then Rebecca said, I'm so sorry or something like that. And I went, oh, I'm going home. And so I think the whole thing threw Sophie out and she thought that I was like very put out. I feel like home. you walked out backwards. Did you? <laughs> like, are you sure? I don't even know that you just turned like, around and retreating. you just like, um, but, but, but then you, but then when they're going to announce a winner, you're like, not me. Yeah. <laughs> what, what the fuck? Everyone was, got humble at the end. I know. I everyone noticed. was like, we're Ben de la Creme now. We're gonna, we quit. That was such a journey. It was, it was uh, different to how I planned it going. There was, we filmed like um, the music video and there obviously there was a whole day of doing that and we were getting like choreo and stuff like that. And truthfully, the Austin News, the videographer, I don't know the word, that thing, he was filming. Um, he was obviously giving us feedback as we were going and his feedback to me wasn't very good because quite frankly, among other things, I also cannot dance. Um, and so we I, know we saw this. <laughs> yeah, I think though. I'm in two seconds. That's of what made us love you, this. though. We're looking. Look how pretty she is, and she's doing the robot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she knows so, how to use her hands. Exactly. <laughs> um, so it was very much like I got um, obviously less than constructive feedback about that. So I thought I'm obviously not gonna win this, and I also like as a as everyone knows there wasn't a prize other than the title as much as it was a fun journey (laughs) (laughs) there wasn't a prize um i wasn't going to win it and i'd also become very close to tyrese and tyrese really got into the competition it meant a lot to them so i was like maybe i'll just do like a cute thing and say i think you should crown tyrese and i had a speech which they cut (laughs) about tyrese (laughs) Um, I think they cut it because obviously they didn't want anyone thinking that I'd influenced the decision, I guess. But I had like a long speech about why I felt Tyrese was very suitable to the role um, because of their positivity and stuff like that, compared to me, where I'm very naturally pessimistic. Um, And so then I just thought I'll be nice. But then, of course, it goes to down the line and Nikki does the same thing. And then it kind of looks like everyone doesn't want the title anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what happened. That's, yeah, that's I mean, exactly yeah, full, what we watched. Yeah, it was a full journey. Yeah, the whole season. So, whereas Kane's sitting there, like, I really want this. Shit. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna ask you because I was just thinking about the UK. What you said? Uh, what's the reaction been of the show in the UK? Because I know, like, I feel like we always act like all of Europe. Europe is so loose, but in when I was was in the UK, I felt like it was very like sex. Ooh, sex. Yeah, they are a bit like that. Yeah. Um, I think it, it's it's like it's take like people like it in like the gay world. Um, the queer world that they kind of love the cot destroyers. Um, They're the greatest. I don't. I don't really. Yeah, they. Re- they really are. They. 
and like how they are on the show and on their memes and stuff like that genuinely is exactly how they are in real life like to interact with when the cameras aren't on them they're exactly the same um and I think that came across in a show really well. So I think everyone loves the cop destroyers more. Yeah. I'm not, sh- I'm not sure if anyone was that bothered, not in a negative way, but I just don't think anyone was that bothered by the contestants as such compared to yeah. like, the co- it's not like, you know, it's not like Drag Race where they've like done drag for however many years. They've really like perfected this talent of theirs that they've made dresses and they've done makeup to really transform themselves. Like we're obviously going on as ourselves and like, you know, some of us happen to dance and some of us happen to not do, be able to do anything, but like, it's not something that we've like trained for, you know? So yeah. I think I mean, it's a little bit. Yeah, you said different. you didn't even know it was a competition at first, really. So doesn't yeah. really sound like you knew what you were even really getting yourself into. Well, even in the no. first episode, we were like, yeah, but what constitutes like the ultimate cock destroyer? What is the ultimate cock destroyer? <laughs> And so she and Rebecca, happy believers at everything. They're always like, and that's what it means to be a cult destroyer about everything. So you, so you did slag work. Uh, what did you take from it? Like what was it all um, said and done? Has it, has it helped? Has it hindered? It's boosted my profile, definitely. Um, it had American viewers, which I haven't had an American audience before. So that was obviously very exciting. Um, it's boosted my own fans interaction, which is always positive, but obviously brings me in extra money um it also i think because before online i've always just been instagram so i like take pictures i don't like upload videos i don't even do like before i didn't even do like story posts i don't even think my followers have ever even heard my voice before um and so it's like encouraged me to put my personality out there before i've always been very like fine putting my aesthetic out there but like, I, I know I'm, like, funny, and I know I'm smart, and I know I'm fun, but, like, I didn't, didn't necessarily think other people would find that. Because you're likable. Like, just Thank everything you. about you is just, it's, it's authentic and it's genuine. And that's what I think I liked about you from uh, the series. Now, uh, series, uh, season. Uh, well, listen, you're going to stay with us because we're going to take a quick break. Uh, but when we come Bye. back, we're going to do our listener questions of the week. So we'll be right back. Okay, sweet. All right, we are back with the show. Now, listeners, we do your questions, concerns, comments, or critiques every week. So if you'd like to have yours read on the show, all you have to do is go to the TonySodaShow.com, and it's right there at the top. It says, leave a message for Tony. Simple English. Um, I'm going to start us off with our first question, and it is from Glory. And it says, in honor of your slutty January, I just wanted to tell you all that I am actively searching out glory holes. Ever since you said they were a gay thing and I am gay, that I should try one. I live in the Detroit area. Wow. And honestly, there are a lot of cruising spots and I had no idea. Blowjobs during COVID is still okay, right? Uh, I mean, it, Listen, there's no spit down there except for what's coming out of your mouth. Uh, Cameron. Don't touch the door handles. Cameron, are you a fan of glory holes? Is this something that you're into? Um, I've tried them a few times. Um, They can be exciting. They can be fun. I think as long as you wear a mask, then it's safe during COVID times. Um, (laughs) Well, listen, I kind of did a deep dive on this because I was smoking a really good indica 
uh, hybrid actually, but indica dominant. And I was like, yeah, I mean, sure. There's sure it's just your mouth and their dick, but what if they're jerking off in between dick sucking then their hand goobers are all over their dick and so then you do have COVID in your mouth like I mean these people have to keep their hands Mm. off of themselves like the thing is is just putting your dick through a a strange hole doesn't suddenly get COVID away because hands are the problem well can I just please Diana please tell us about your suggestions for glory holes if you if you are a fan of servicing being of service in the glory hole instead of receiving in the glory hole bring some little wipies with you do a quick yeah. wipe down <laughs> let it sit for a couple of seconds and then go to town Maxwell COVID friendly glory holes is that is this a thing um I think I've seen someone I know on the internet has set up a glory hole in their house and they have built like a styrofoam partition that they've put in their door with a hole in it. So if you did that, you could also have like sanitation wipes by there to make sure everybody sanitizes everything down. And then they give and out then- their address and then they just have people come in. <laughs> their isn't neighbor just knocks. Isn't that what you do on sex apps anyway? I'm just trying to think of a way to keep it sanitary. At least you could look through the peephole, see them wipe down their dick and then put it in your mouth. Listen, I love the cruising community. I always have. I'm old. She's 40 again. So like I, I'm no stranger to this kind of behavior. But listen, if you're going to be an outdoor freak again or glory hole ho, you better be that bitch carrying around some Lysol wipes and shit or whatever because <laughs> or disinfectant spray. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like and like <laughs> that would be my first move. I would I would like put my hand into the hole and hand the person a fucking wipe and be like before you touch anything. You- Clap your hands when you're ready. <laughs> speaking of disinfectant spray did you guys see that guy spraying people at target that weren't wearing masks he was standing (laughs) and spraying people in the face with disinfectant spray where are you at right now cameron are you in the are you in the uk in the uk yeah the yeah, are, 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 are your people as crazy as our people? Because our people are losing their minds right now. So um, uh, I, Normally I would say, yeah, but I've been seeing stuff from the USA on Twitter and I would have to Did say you no. see all our dads uh, storm the Capitol? Did you see every I, person's dad in America storm the Capitol? That looked like a yeah, bad... I don't, like, I don't talk to my dad anymore. <laughs> it's yeah, been a long you. time since the UK had a good insurgency, huh? <laughs> Overdue. Very yeah. Overdue. Okay, well, take ours. We we don't want it anymore. (laughs) Who's next? Who's next? Let's move on. Uh, Oh, I am, and this message is for Cameron. Uh, I love that you're so plastic, so pro plastic surgery. How many procedures have you had, and will you get more? Also, do you think religion played any any part in your slagginess? Well, I feel like we went through this. Yeah, we did. Are you a slut because you were Jehovah's Witness? Is that why you're 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 a slut? I think um, getting away from that sort of uh, restricted lifestyle definitely made me explore myself more. So the reason I know myself very well is because of that. That's what I would say. I wouldn't. I think Catholicism made me slutty. So. <laughs> um, what about what your plastic surgery? You said you wanted to get it under the knife operation. What did you want to get yes. done? What's next um, on your list? Um, so I've got a couple 
booked in and they have moved because of COVID, of course, but they, I'm going to get my ears pinned back and I'm going to get blepharoplasty, which is when you get like a little bit of skin taken off from the bit of your upper eyelid and it sort of changes your eye shape a little bit. So they're, they're what I've got booked in so far. Oh, that's do you Do you and Levi get the same, per- do you guys look similar on purpose or is that a coincidence? Um, like, do you guys get uh, the same f- things, procedures? Well, Levi, um, we do get the same filler now, yeah. We haven't always, but um, I, he, we go to this lady who's good at, um, she calls it contour sculpting with filler. So, like, she can, like, change, kind of change your face shape, I guess. Mm. I um, think it's fierce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we do the, he gets it. I think he gets it to look like me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I was just curious if you guys, yeah. I mean, because I think it looks great. You guys look so Thank good. You. It's mm-hmm. sculpted realness. I live for it. So Thank you very much. Uh, well, let's uh, do our last question uh, so we can wrap up. Oh, I've been tested. <laughs> I think that's me. Oh, it's me. Sorry. Full derailment. Only Franz writes, I was thinking about starting an OnlyFans account and I was wondering if it's just jerking off is okay or if I should try something niche, like just showers or maybe eating cake, but like sexy. (laughs) Any advice? What what do Um, you like to see on OnlyFans? Cameron, are you a viewer of OnlyFans as well as uh, making your own content? Do you look at other people's OnlyFans? Um, I do look at other people's content a lot of the time for inspiration, but you know, obviously it's enjoyable to watch as well. I haven't seen any cake eating. That sounds like something more like Gustavo would perhaps be into. Um, I think Everyone, there's so many niches and I feel like if you're looking to make money, then I feel like niches are the way to go because people know that what they like is a niche and therefore they're willing to go the extra. It's like anything really, if you go for clothes and there's only only like one of that kind of clothing, it's gonna be more expensive than when something's mass produced. So Cameron, if you're looking to make money. I say that jerking off is boring. Am I right? I'm right, right? Like I'm right. Like. You have um, to do I, a lot for Tony to consider it sex work. <laughs> I, like, I, you have I, to do I, a lot for Tony to like it, period. <laughs> Will you let Cameron answer the question? Cameron, is jerking off boring? I think for um, a view, I wouldn't watch someone's OnlyFans if it was just jerking off. I think you have to go a little bit extra, whether that be a niche or whether that be full sex videos, completely discretional, I guess. Yeah, you so better put something own- in your butt. You better put something yeah. in your butt, or I'm not watching. On my only fans, on my only fans, we go all the way. So I think that's the that's the niche that we have. <laughs> uh, uh, Diana, what are you looking for now? <laughs> well, you know, I just think in, in like any content, we're so saturated right now that the more you watch, like, yeah, I'm, uh, let's get weird. It's 2021. <laughs> let's get weird. Yeah. Maxwell, 2021. Let's get weird. I mean, 2021 is full derailment. I think you should go for a niche. I think you should, I follow somebody that bakes like naked. They bake in their underwear. I think Matthew Camp actually started his OnlyFans and he was just doing yoga naked for a while. 
I remember correctly, because I used to follow him like that. So, so such a shock that he started off boring. Um, uh, Cameron, <laughs> Cameron, did you have fun on the Tony Soto show today? I had a lot of fun. It was really good. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, I, I would, I, well, thank you for coming because you are a delight. And uh, if you speak to any of your other slag contestants, let them know that this is a fun show to come talk on. Uh, tell people where they can find you on the internet. Um, I have Instagram and TikTok, both are under at Cameron Peter Smith. And my OnlyFans with my boyfriend is Levi Cam. Yeah, support those bitches. They go all the way. See, he just said that they went all the way. So it's not boring. It's not just jerking off. I mean, it's jerking not. off might be in there, but it's not the focus. You know what I mean? Uh, Cameron, this was fun. Uh, Diana. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Diana Triple E. Wait, Diana D Triple E Luna, and uh, you can watch my new little contribution to Patreon, my monthly moon. It's not about my period, I promise. It's not, uh, but it drops today or yesterday. It's on the internet. Yeah, it's live. It's, uh, it's it's live on Patreon as of the time you are listening to this recording, listeners. Uh, uh, Maxwell. No shade, but is that your tagline for real, Diana? No, this isn't about my period. Um, you might want to work. You might want to workshop that between us girls, but I don't want to call you out on your creative journey. Wait till you hear my sign off. I can't wait. Um, you can catch me waiting for that content um, on my Instagram at Maxwell Esposito. You can also contact me about baked goods on my Twitter at me underscore LGBTina. And that's not it. a nonprofit. Yeah, non that's right. not, not, not a nonprofit and not an entrepreneur. Literally. A queer, pro, a queer nonprofit entrepreneur, nonprofiting out in the world of profits. You know, <laughs> a drug dealer. <laughs> um, uh, listeners, if you like the Tony Soto Show, please find our iTunes page and subscribe to it. Rate the show. Leave a comment about it. Uh, tune in next week because we have the fabulous Nikki Monet on the show from Slag Wars. So excited about that one. Uh, you can listen to me on the Gay Power Half Hour uh, wherever podcasts are streamed. I do that with my good Judy Casey Lie. If you want to know what I really think about uh, the storming of the Capitol, tune in there. Um, I'm the Tony Soto Show on literally everything and we will be back again next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.